right? Yes, ma'am. 35.1. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Pro uh, podcast. I'm Lorraine, and I'm Jeremiah. <laughs> so, welcome to uh, today's episode, which is 35.1. And we are in Ephesians now. We finished up with Galatians, and and now we're in Ephesians, which is also a short. These all seem to be very short books. I, I guess I didn't know that uh, yeah. before. So short letters from Paul. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, so Ephesians uh, chapter three is what we are on. So. Yes, ma'am. So we're just glad that everybody was out there to listen to us and join us today, whatever time of the day it is that you're able to do that. Yes, yes. Thanks so much. It's a lot of, I think it's a lot of fun us getting to do this, but hope everybody it else is. is enjoying it. Well, I think they are. I mean, according to your statistics last week, apparently we're getting some, you know, some new people. So yay. Yay. You know, we're getting there a little bit, slowly but surely, uh, growing it a little bit, a little bit at a time. And that's okay. Yep. You know, like we're going to go back to that, you know, this is not a sprint. It's a what was the word I used? Marathon. Marathon. Yeah, sorry. My brain is just not engaging. It really is just not. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Friday. It is Friday. They call it Fry Yay on Good Morning America. No, not Good Morning America, the Today Show. They call it Fry Yay. But yeah, I'm not going to claim that. Okay. So. <laughs> How was your week? How are you? Good. Good. Uh, no big surprises this week. Just uh, run of the mill week, which is sometimes a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, we're in the same. Just kind of finished. We're finished. You said that uh, Brady was done with school, right? Actually, yes. And so, um, one of the good things I'll say about that, which should probably lead into our discussion later, is that um, I won't have to take a morning nap anymore. <laughs> So we'll, we'll I don't even about know what that is, a morning nap. What the heck is that? <laughs> Who does that? Well, so I work on California time. Yeah. Right? So I work, my time is 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. So I got into a very bad habit of waking up, taking Brady to school, then coming back home and going back to sleep because I would stay up later. Yeah. So I would come get back home by, you know, 8 o'clock and then nap till about 9.30. And then start working. <laughs> I don't think in my whole life, I don't think I've ever taken, unless, you know, especially not when you're a baby, of course, but like in, when I was conscious of, you know, time and awareness, I don't ever think I ever took a nap, ever. Really? Once I'm up, I'm up. I've probably taking enough naps for both of us, so. No. My husband, now, on the other hand, he takes naps. He will, yeah, I, you know, it should have been a big indicator when, when I was living in Florida, uh, I rented, uh, I lived in a three bedroom apartment because I was the apartment assistant manager to the, in, on the complex. <clears throat> so you get a discount. So I took the big apartment and I loved it. It was beautiful. It was nice and spacious. Well, I had it furnished and, and then Rich and I started dating and I would be cooking dinner and he'd fall asleep on my couch. 
And I'm thinking, who does that? I mean, we were just, I mean, we were just dating, you know? Actually, I think he started doing that before. Like, we were just friends hanging out for like two months. We were, you know, we weren't dating. We were just kind of hanging out, buddies and friends. And then it, you know, uh-huh. slowly, you know, like the way you're supposed to do it, you know, your friends first and, you know, turns into something a little more. Anyway, yeah, he'd fall asleep on my couch. And I'm like, what, what is that? Yeah. So I should have known better. Well, was he, was he, I mean, now I'm sure he, he works a lot of hours and stuff. So it's kind of, I'm sure he gets different kind of schedules too. Doesn't he have to work overnights and stuff sometimes or. No, they're not overnights, uh, but he does have to go. Like he was on call last weekend and you do an app like two o'clock to midnight. Right. Okay. So it's, you know, you're still coming home and you're still getting to sleep in your own bed, but that's, it's a later day, you know? And, And so, yeah, I mean. Yeah, but he didn't nap on those days as far as I know. But yeah, I mean, when he was flying, that was a different story, too, because they would fly for like 10 hours sometimes, yeah. I think. And I think when they were training, they had long days of flying. So like he'd come home at like four o'clock in the afternoon and take a nap. Yeah. I go over to his house, like I'd knock on the door, his apartment. I'd knock on the door and he'd come and it was like, I'd walk in and there was like uh, combat boots socks and then his flight uniform <laughs> like a trail of clothes nice that <laughs> led to the couch <laughs> uh, that was 30 years ago though you know that was almost 30 yeah. Years ago, yeah so it, it is what it is i'm divulging some personal stuff he's probably gonna be <laughs> mad at me for, for saying that i don't know i miss anyway so well, you know, we, we were talking earlier about um, the Vivaldi uh, shooting. Yes. So we were, we don't want to not address that. And so we, I'm going to say it out loud that uh, I've been praying for those people, the families, all the, everybody who's been affected by it. Uh, we, our prayers are going out there to the people of Vivaldi and uh, Jeremiah, you'll pray for them when we open up. Yes. But, just a horrific uh, situation. You know, you think to yourself too, you never think that your small little town, like why would they Why would they come to that little town? Why, why would evil, you know, I mean, evil's everywhere, obviously, but you just never think that your little town is, is gonna be affected by something like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's, you do. Well, I even, I don't know. I think my little portion of, san antonio nothing like that's going to happen either yeah um yeah it's just so tragic it's very tragic and just just a sad situation but you know we also need to pray for the law enforcement people because they're under a microscope you know for whatever actions that they did and uh you know um we're not we said this before we're not political we don't we don't you know express our political views because we don't we're not that platform but you know, uh, they are our law, and law enforcement. And when you're in a situation like that, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're thinking quick, you know, and you, and you're hoping that you're making the right decision in that moment. And, you know, sometimes you make a good decision, sometimes you don't, but, you know, to sit there and put the, the law enforcement people, they don't always do it right. We know that, right. You know, but don't sit there and, you know, beat them up over it, you know, uh, tr- fix it. I, I, it. There's so much. There's yeah. 
there's so many uh, facets to this. You know, I can't imagine being in law enforcement and having to deal with a shooter, you know, whether it's a hostage situation or he's actively shooting or whatever. Mm -hmm. I cannot imagine being in that position and having to think about, you know, what I'm supposed to do next. Well, yeah, especially in a small little town like that. I mean, they probably feel the same way. Like, this is not going to happen in our community. It's pretty tight. It's not huge. And I'm sure there were officers that knew the family or knew the kid at some point, yeah. you know, some, it, some way. Exactly. I mean, they all are. And some of them were cousins, you mm -hmm. know, in the same class. So, you know, you you really, it's very integ not integrated, but they're very I'm sure that they're all interconnected right. in some way, you know, mm -hmm. either through family or through friends or whatever. It's not a big, I don't know. I don't know the population there, but, yeah, but I do I know uh, one of the uh, wives, when we were stationed out in Hawaii, uh, one of the wives that I knew there, her family came from Uvalde. So I'll bet you any amount of money that she knows somebody. I'm sure. That was affected. Yeah. It's not her own family. I don't know. So I, I don't get on Facebook enough to, to search that out. So, you know, but yeah, our hearts do go out to them. And, you know, we wanted to recognize that. We don't know when anybody's listening to this, whether it's today or tomorrow or, you know, five months from now, but we just wanted to acknowledge that. Yeah. So anyway, how's the rest of your family doing? Everybody all right? Everybody's um, healthy and seemingly happy. So yeah, we're, we're doing good in yours. Yeah, I think so. Gabriel's winding down with his uh, uh, end of junior year. I can't believe I got a senior coming up. It's so crazy. I mean, my little, you know, yeah. I look at old pictures of him and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, that little squishy, squishy face, you know. <laughs> well, and I haven't really seen him for, for years and years, so that's all I see when I think about him. <laughs> Oh, I'll have to send you a picture of him. He's um he's quite grown up. Yeah. <laughs> Very he's taller than me, so which is not a far stretch, but you know, <laughs> I mean everybody's taller than me. So <laughs> but anyway, uh yeah, he's finishing up. Uh Joshua, I think he was in the middle of deciding whether to take the job. Did I tell you that? And he ended up taking the job or you said that he thought he was. Yeah. Or he did, he did. He announced that he did. Yeah. He took the job and he decided that uh, it would be better for him to just go ahead and move up. Yeah. There. So he's moving out of San Diego. And uh, so that's probably this weekend. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, everybody's got to make choices. And that's what mm -hmm. he chose to do move up to Laguna, which yeah. is fine. You know, how far is that? It's about an hour from here. So it's not too far you know yeah. it's not too too bad um we've only been there once it's kind of funny we were i think we were doing like a day trip to hollywood way back a couple of years ago and coming back we stopped in laguna to watch the sunset and i was taking photographs like i always do and apparently one of the pictures that i took of a house on the cliffs Joshua ended up taking that photograph in his senior year in his art class and painting my photograph. Oh, wow. Which I have framed downstairs in my, in my down. No, actually it's this. Oh, 
Can you see? I don't know. Yeah. Where, yeah, it's that one right there. Oh, wow. Yeah, he painted that for me. And then, I, and then I had it framed. He gave it to me for Christmas and then I framed it. So, it's kind of weird, right? I mean, that's so yeah. like sort of. Um, Is he moving into the house? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, that's probably about. Oh, I would say it's probably about a 15 to $30 million house easily. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are, yeah. Yeah. We, we can't afford that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even afford this house, but we do when we're doing it. Oh, I do have to tell you, we did sign our, finally, we got our trust signed. Oh, so wow. yeah. We, remember we were talking about that a couple uh -huh. months ago, I think. Uh-huh. So now my kids are covered and I feel, I, I think I was worried to sign it because it's like, once it's signed, it's like, okay, you know, God's going to pull me out of this world and take him into his. <laughs> that was your last thing to do. <laughs> it's like, okay, box check. Okay, come on home. <laughs> uh, you know, so we got that done. So, was, you know, little things. Rich was off Monday and Tuesday, so we got a lot of stuff done around the house. Oh, good. Yeah. So it's, you know, just kind of plundering along. So, all right. Well, we're chit chatting enough out there. I'm sure that the listeners out there are like, okay. Enough. <laughs> so, do you want to uh, open us up in prayer and then uh, we'll dive in? Yes. Yes. Let's pray. All right. Heavenly, holy, Holy Father, uh, we come before you now, and uh, all we can do is is lift you up, Lord, and, and give you praise. Uh, our prayer today is definitely for um, those affected by the the recent shooting, Lord, and uh, I, I I can't even imagine what it would feel like or speculate or anything about losing uh, a family member in such a tragic form and, and and especially if it's a child or a grandchild lord um and i don't know what what to pray for i, I obviously i want to pray for healing but it's it's so hard uh to again imagine that and and so i pray lord that that they turn to you lord and can get comfort from you which is probably the only comfort at this time that they could could, could feel or even imagine, Lord. Uh, I, I really pray uh, that they seek you. And we don't, we may never know why. And I don't, I don't know that it matters, but, and, and why it happened or why this or that it, but Lord, uh, I think the, the goal for us is, is to turn to you oh, in this, in this matter uh, and seek your love and your comfort. And, Lord, uh, I pray for uh, our listeners uh, that are tuning in and following us on this journey. Lord, I pray a blessing over them as well, that we can continue to to follow you and read and learn on uh, learn about the evils of this world and how it's not necessarily that you allow it to happen, but it's it's a tool for us to be able to turn to you, Lord, and look to your wisdom and look to your love. And I pray that the love in us uh shines in such a way that we can overshine the evil that is is around us lord uh the ultimate i think the ultimate goal is to emulate jesus and, and that's love lord and so everyone that ever hears this or, or follows us or reads along with you lord i pray love over them 
their family, their friends, and everybody that comes in contact with with anyone that's a listener, a watcher, anything, Lord. I, I pray for love. Hmm. And I pray all this through Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There was something I was going to say, and now I can't remember what it was. Shoot. Oh, well. Oh. <laughs> it was something that hit me while you were praying, and then I, it went out of my head. Oh, well. Anyway. All right. So we are, uh, again, I'm going to say it again, 35.2 episode, and we are, oh, no, I'm sorry, 35.1. Sorry. Having a I'm having a meltdown here. You're all right. You're good. <laughs> You know, actually, it's funny because yesterday, uh, in the beginning of the chapter, you don't have to put it up, but I'll, I'm just going to say this out loud because you were saying, you know, we need to be living in in love, and you know, expressing Jesus's uh, love and his and being examples of him. And in the very first section of yesterday, it says, once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. You used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. This like hits the nail on the head for the events that occurred this week, living in that sinful nature. We don't know what we don't know why, we, like you said, we don't know what was going through this kid's head, um, but obviously it wasn't it wasn't Jesus, and it certainly wasn't right. love, which is what I was thinking. I'm thinking, you know what? That's what I I didn't totally lose it. It was still there. So going back to that, uh, I said this out loud. I think to Sharon, I said, you know what? I I can't. I'm not surprised that something like this is happening, not just in Uvalde, but anywhere, because they've taken Jesus out of their their schools. They've taken God out of their public school system. You know, so of course, you know, bad things could possibly occur mm -hmm. because they've taken God out of there. And so God's not there. God's not going to protect. I mean, God's going to I don't I mean, I don't know all the logistics of it. But what I'm saying is, you know. The American people need to turn back to grassroots, and that's God. And I said to Sharon, I pray that God will show up in such a big way that there is no doubt that it was him and give him all the praise and all the glory for whatever, you know, happens. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I just right. want him to do something big. And it's like, there's no other miracle that could have come than from God, right? Yeah. That's what I was feeling. But when I started, you know, when you were praying over the people of Uvalde, and I'm thinking, this is exactly what this, you know, we follow our, unfortunately, we have a sinful nature. Yeah. And that's what the first, you know, paragraph of yesterday was, is about, you know, following our sinful nature. But we have to be stronger in Christ and allow Christ to fill us and to follow his lead. And mm -hmm. to have his power over uh, any evil things that we could possibly be thinking. So, all right, got that off my chest. Thank you.
I didn't, say anything, I didn't say anything political, did I? No. No. Okay. No. I just want to make sure that I'm staying on track because that's what we do. We don't we don't do politics here. <clears throat> Although I would like to. We do that on Facebook. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. no, I don't even do it on Facebook anymore because no. oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have people who have opposing views from me, uh, really deep seated. And so I've chosen to not do that. Yeah. Yeah. I stopped. All right. 35.1, chapter three. <clears throat> God's mysterious plan revealed. When I think of all this, I, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus for the benefit of you Gentiles, assuming, by the way, that you know God gave me the special responsibility of extending his grace to you Gentiles. As I briefly wrote earlier, God himself revealed his mysterious plan to me. As you read what I have written, you will understand my insight into this plan regarding Christ. God did not reveal it to previous generations, but now by his spirit, he has revealed it to his holy apostles and prophets. And this is God's plan. Both Gentiles and Jews, who believe the good news, share equally in the riches inherited by God's children. Both are part of the same body and both enjoy the promise of blessings because they belong to Christ Jesus. By God's grace and mighty power, I have been given the privilege of serving him by spreading this good news. Though I am the least deserving of all God's people, he graciously gave me the privilege of telling the Gentiles about the endless treasures Available to them, available to them in Christ. I was chosen to explain to everyone the mysterious plan that God, the creator of all things, had kept secret from the beginning. God's purpose in all this was to use the church to display his wisdom in its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was his eternal plan, which he carried out through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now boldly and confidently, we come boldly and confidently into God's presence. So please don't lose heart because of my trials here. I am suffering for you, so you should feel honored. Paul's prayer for spiritual growth. When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, we will empower you with the inner strength, with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your heart as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep is his love. May you experience the love of Christ through it is I'm sorry, may you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now, all glory to God, who is able, through his mighty power at work within us, to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations, forever and ever. Amen. All right. That was a lot. Yeah. Um, I highlighted a lot. Uh, what about you? 
Yeah, I got some stuff highlighted in there. All right. Uh, you want to start? Well, I didn't really highlight till verse five. Oh, all right. Well, I did start at the very beginning. When I think of all this, I, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus for the benefit of you Gentiles, assuming, by the way, that you know God gave me the special responsibility of extending his grace to you Gentiles. I guess I just I highlighted that because it's about him identifying himself. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's the reason why I did it. Um, and what did you highlight? Well, I started with verse five. God did not reveal it to previous generations, but now by his spirit. He has revealed it to his holy apostles and prophets. Again, uh, it's just Paul, I guess, laying the groundwork, you know, the first five verses about who he is and what he's doing and why he's doing it. Yes. I did highlight that one as well. God did not reveal it to previous, but now, yeah, he's revealing it now, mm -hmm. you know, uh, probably because, you know, of our faith in Jesus. Right. So I also did six through eight. Yes. Okay. You want to go? Yeah. So uh, both Gentiles and Jews who believe the good news share equally in, in the riches. So, you know, I, and Paul always points out he's out here for the Gentiles. He is a Jew who is studied and, and, and brought up in the, in the ways of the Jewish, uh, the old Testament and everything. And so, the fact that he understands all that to explain it to the Gentiles, uh, I think, is is very important. And and basically, he's saying, you know, both Jew and Gentile, both every everyone basically uh, has the promise of blessings because they belong to Christ Jesus. Yes. You know, it doesn't matter. Everybody. It doesn't matter. You know, as long as you belong to Jesus, as long as you believe in Him. Uh, that's what's important, you know, your belief in Christ. And then it says, by God's grace and mighty power, I've been given the privilege of serving him by spreading the good news. Yeah. You know, there was, uh, okay, so I I meant to say this uh, yesterday. I was watching church on Sunday, and I can't remember the name of the preacher who was guest speaking, but um, uh, he had an acronym for grace. And I'll have to go back and listen to it. I started to write it down, and I didn't write the whole thing down, but it was kind of cool, a good way. Obviously, it wasn't cool enough for me to remember, which, you know, but that's just my feeble brain. I'm sorry. So I'll bring that out in the next, uh, the next uh, Monday. I'll bring it up. All right. I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll have to watch the uh, service over again. So anyway, but it was kind of cool. It was like God's something, something through Christ. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Uh, I did eight as well. Um, though I am the least deserving of all God's people, he graciously gave me the privilege of telling the Gentiles about the endless treasures available to them in Christ. You know, this goes back for me to him using anybody, you know, right. the least deserving, you know, we all need to feel that way. I think we all need to be humble and realize that God's going to use anybody and anyone uh, to get the word out you know he wants it out there and he'll he'll use whatever means he has to in order to get there do you do you think that's right yeah oh 100 yeah so um and then i didn't go in till 10 right um god's purpose in all this was to use the church to display his wisdom in its rich variety to all unseen rulers and authorities 
in the heavenly places. God's purpose. This was his purpose, right? Yeah. This was his eternal plan, which he carried out through Christ Jesus. And I think that's really important for especially what's going on, I mean, every day and what we've recently experienced. Like, this is God's plan is for the church to step up. Right? We want our leaders and mayors, governors, senators, whatever. But but this is really where the church needs to come out more and not rely on laws or whatever or speeches. Um, but this is where we come to just spread the love of Christ. That's right. That's exactly right. Well, and it goes into the same thing in 12. Because of Christ and our faith in him. Oops, I just broke my pencil. We can now boldly, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, through, it's through our faith in Christ that gets us into the presence of God. Mm-hmm. You know, people forget that. And I think yeah. they have forgotten that. And, you know, maybe that's what we're here to remind everybody of, you know. get. I mean, that's what our, I mean, that's what I feel our purpose is through this ministry is to get the word out there. You know, we're, you have to be bold. And you can't, you know, you can't hide your light under, uh, a, what is it? You can't hide your light under a lampshade. You know, you got to get it out there. Yeah. So. Did you have any other, uh, anything else underlined? Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't highlight anything else till, till 16, but uh, I do like in uh, 14, where he he's you know he talks about falling to his knees, yeah. You know it's important to go to prayer, and then of course, um, starting every prayer with the Creator of everything in heaven and earth, or you know basically giving blessings and and honor to God as he starts his prayer. Hmm, I like that. Yeah, I did have it highlighted, but I didn't think of it that way. But yeah, I like that. And then I went. I actually continued on to do sixteen. Uh, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your heart as you trust in him. And that's what it's all about, right? It's about letting Christ into your heart and and then being that example of Jesus to people. I was thinking this the other day. I was thinking people, many people, not everybody, but there are many people who are so afraid of the word you know, or the name Jesus Christ. They're so afraid of it. Yeah. But yet, if they really think, it's like, what are they afraid of? Are they afraid of, because all he preached was love, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it was all about just love. And so what is there to be afraid of, you know, and why wouldn't you want to believe in Jesus as our Lord and Savior? Because it's all about love. And, and but I, I think a lot of people, don't you don't see that till you start learning who God is. Yeah. You know, and so that's why they're afraid of it because of the lies and the rumors that are around. I think and it's it's until you get into his word and you start that relationship or even start seeking him is where you realize what, you know, God is love. Well, I find it amazing every once in a while I'll hear something that just completely knocks me over and it's like like people will say, "Well, I, I've never heard of God." Or I've never heard of Jesus. Like they never heard the name Jesus. How is that possible when we celebrate Christmas every every year? How do you not know? I mean, it just I guess because they've taken 
you know, they, they've, they've muddied it up and they've, you know, watered it down. And, you know, it's all about getting presents, but it's not about the birth of him. And then Easter is not about the, the resurrection. It's about the Easter right. bunny and the candy. So, you know, I, but I get, I get so shocked when I hear something like that. Like, I, I think like, um, like on when Jay Leno used to do the Tonight Show and he'd do uh, jaywalking and uh -huh. he'd ask people questions. And like, I think he's asked that question. It's like, well, do you know who Jesus is? And they're like, Please. nope. Really? I I just, I find that shocking, you know? So I guess, you know, that's why we need to be out there and, yeah. you know, getting the word out and to be bold, you know, which is what his prayer was, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, to be empowered. So, all right. Sorry. I kind of went off. So you went into 18, which reminds me of that song that David Jones used to sing. And I can't remember what it is right now, but go ahead. Um. And so and you may have the power to understand that all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is. So that's just, even it's hard for me, even though I'm a follower and, and everything, even though I have the spirit in me, it's sometimes it's still hard to believe all about his love. It is, you know, it is hard sometimes, you know, it's hard to, uh, to sometimes we get sidetracked, I think. Yeah. You know, we're so muddy down. I use the word muddy again. We're so boggled down with our everyday junk that sometimes we just forget. And you know what? Sometimes it takes, it's the little things. You know, people don't think that God's speaking to them. But mm -hmm. if you really pay attention, like, for instance, uh, I chimed in on some kind of thing on Facebook, which, again, I'm not big on Facebook lately, but... Um, somebody posted this thing where it says, you know, uh, answer, uh, with one word, how we got to know each other. And so I wrote down, uh, I don't know what it was, but I wrote my answer and then yes, yeah, copy and paste it in so that other people can, you know, do their thing. And it's one of those things that Facebook just wants you to get sucked into. I know it, but anyway, the people that did answer, there was a few things that I was, pleasantly surprised of the word that they used to describe me. And I was like, I really needed to hear that today. And there is no doubt in my mind that that is God. You know, yeah. God does those little things for you, you know, or when somebody, you know, just randomly does this or that or whatever, you know, God speaks through people. I think, you know, you're not going to get that big Charlton Heston voice from the 10 commandments. You right. know? It's not going to be like that. Yeah, that's that's my thought process. But you have to have a relationship with him and you have to learn his word in mm -hmm. order. It's like anybody else. If you don't if you're not in a continual relationship with people, you uh, you don't know anything about them. You know, if you let years go by, you don't know what's what's going on in their life. You don't know. You know, you don't know anything. Your kids get married. They have babies, you know. You're, you're lost. You don't know if you don't keep up with them. So you got to keep up with God. That's what yeah. it comes down to. So maybe that's our takeaway. Keep up with God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, um, I highlighted the uh, 20. That was the last verse that I highlighted. Um, now, all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. He goes above and beyond. Mm -hmm. 
right? And that's yeah. what I'm getting from that. He goes above and beyond anything that we can imagine or we can think of. And that's how mighty a God we, we serve. I agree. That's And that's, you know, I think it's important that we do go and look to him and, and experience his love. And because we don't know, we can't imagine it. And only he can, he can do it. That's right. That's absolutely right. So, all right. Well, that was good. As always, I dropped the top to my clicker, my little pen thing here. <laughs> so I have to dig around and find it. <laughs> I am such a mess. I'm such a mess. So, yeah. So I got to tell the listeners out there that uh, we're going to postpone our uh, time together in San Antonio. So that's going to, that's TBA for right now. I have to postpone my trip, which I'm really sad about, but, uh, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to do our podcast. Right. Friday. That doesn't mean that we're not actually, it'll be easier for us because we'll be still on schedule doing what we need to do. So, but it is what it is. Things happen schedules change mm-hmm. and that's just the way it is so yeah all right so uh we are at that moment where we always give everybody the opportunity to accept jesus into their hearts which is what we're reading about today so uh we will lead you in that uh we call it the sinner's prayer because we are all sinners yep. so you know we're we're looking for uh the forgiveness that we can only get from from uh Jesus's blood. So, uh, so we're going to lead you in that prayer. And uh, if you're a believer, feel free to say it too. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I've sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect and spotless blood that he shed for us that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you said that for the first time, congratulations. Welcome into the family uh, of Jesus Christ and into the adopted family, basically, because we are all adopted. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, uh, Jeremiah and I, encourage you to get to a church, get to a pastor, and uh, start navigating your new life in Christ and celebrate. I mean, it's a celebration. So, and mark it in your Bible. I think I've forgotten to tell you to do that uh, lately, but mark it in the in your Bible that today was the day that you accepted. This is your new birthday. Yes. So, and go and boldly and confidently. Boldly and confidently. That's exactly right. Just like it said today. So, Ephesians is awesome. I really like to. Sorry, I can see a hair. Uh, Ephesians is just a good learning tool, and I think we're going to get more into some, um, like, I think Ephesians 5 is more, like, based, it's like family stuff and uh, marital things, uh, right? Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. So it'll get a little bit more more teaching, a little, and a couple of chapters, so, um, but it's always a good, uh, it's a good book to read. And uh, we're just thankful that everybody's in on this uh, journey with us. Oh, yeah. I don't even know how many books we've read so far, but we are just, pl- we're, I think we're more than halfway through. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think so. so and uh, I think 
I don't know. I'm going to say this out loud on air, but I think that after we finish the New Testament, are we going to continue into the Old Testament? I think so. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> because I got to tell you, I, I say it all the time, but the Old Testament is so rich. Yeah. It's so much. I'm having so much fun. We're, we're in Kings now. We're in Second Kings right now. And uh, God is funny. When he writes, I mean, he's got he's got a sense of humor. I, I, people don't think so, but he does. And so, like we were reading the other day, and uh, there's a king called King Ahab, mm-hmm. and um, he, all the kings in First and Second Kings, most of them are very disobedient. They're all, you know, worshiping Baal and pagans, and they got all this stuff going on. But uh, they were asked. So King Jehoshaphat. Uh, is still pretty faithful to God and doing what he's supposed to do. <clears throat> so Ahab goes to Jehoshaphat and he's like, hey, you want to come and help me uh, slaughter the, I don't know who it was, but some tribe. And he's like, so Jehoshaphat's like, yeah, he goes, I'll come help you, but let's let's check with God first. So Ahab's like, well, I've got prophets. He's like, well, isn't there a prophet of God talking about Elijah? And, and so Ahab's like, oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> He only gives me bad news every time I talk to him. <laughs> I'm reading this going, who, who said that? You know, yeah. it, it was just, it threw me off. And I started laughing when I'm reading this chapter. He's like, I hate that guy. He always tells me bad news. <laughs> so anybody who says that God doesn't have a sense of humor, totally off the mark, because he I sure does. Me. Yeah. Anyway, so... All right. Well, we want to talk about the little things. It's the yeah. Things. You okay there? I'm good. All right. Um, so I was listening to Caleb. Not that I want to take off from what you know their ideas are or anything, but they were talking about product pro, productivity and organization, and I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, I have my own ideas about how to do that. But they that was what they put out to their listeners. You know, what do you do to be productive um, uh-huh. and organized? Uh, any thoughts on that, Mr. Campbell? <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I would love to have some thoughts on productivity. I, I don't, I'm not great at it. I'm not great at it. And I know things to do, but I don't do them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, there are some days where I am like spot on and I'm like, I am going and getting, but if I actually took my camera off of my computer and showed you this room, you'd be like, oh, Lorraine, so sad. Not This isn't the worst room in the house. This room that I'm in, it, it looks clean and neat behind me. I made it sure that, you know, you don't see any of the junk, but if you were to go a little bit this way, you'd be like, oh, honey, what is wrong with you? Yeah. This yeah. is supposed to be one of my guest rooms. It's not a guest room right now. Yeah, my office. I mean, I I get I can be productive, but I don't know. I'm not consistent at it. Not yeah. Yeah. And so, okay, so I think maybe you and I have talked about this. I don't think we've talked about this in our podcast, but the one thing that I do, and I've been doing it since I was 18. Have I talked about the list? Yeah. Yeah. Did I talk about it on camera or just with you? Who knows? Okay. I know about the list. 
if we're reiterating it, it just means that it's probably something that everybody needs to hear. <laughs> well, and you know, that's funny because I was actually thinking about that today before we started. Like, I need to write down, because I, 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 I read and I watch things about being productive and being an entrepreneur, things like that. And so, you know, I need to break down. One of the things I, I'm going to start doing is writing down each day things that I need to spend time on and giving myself a certain amount of time. Like make sure I spend 30 minutes doing this every day. Mm. Uh, just like with our Bible reading, right? You just sit down and, and schedule the time out. And, I, and I've and i read about these things. I've always known, but I'm just not good at in, implementing them all the time. Yeah, that's called uh, what I've heard about. And this was, I think, on the Today Show several months ago. It's called time blocking. Have you heard about that? Yeah. It's yeah. like, uh, and you and you can buy the worksheets, I mm -hmm. think. You can, well, or you can download them. I think you can get them for free. But you, you time block, and that keeps you kind of targeted. And you have to do it every night before the, the you have to think about it before you dive into the next day. But that also takes discipline to do that. Mm. So I don't necessarily time block, but I probably should. But my list has been an ongoing thing. Like I said, since I was 18, my sister told me to do it and I started doing it and it does help it tremendously. Does. Because you, it's like, if it's, this is the other thing too. And I think I might've mentioned this before. Um, if you wake up in the middle of the night, some people, my, I, I always wake up in the middle of the night and I've got like a hundred things running through my head that are bothering me. If I actually get up and I write down those things, I can go back to sleep pretty peacefully knowing that it's written down and I've taken it off of my head and I put it onto paper. So it's like, okay, I know it's down. I know it's there. So let me get the rest of my sleep and then I'll wake up and then I'll address the issues that I need to take care of. Mm -hmm. So, you know, keeping like a notebook by your bed is always a good idea. Um, but the list, you know, like I'll, I'll write the list out. I put little boxes and I check off as I go through it. Um, and then whatever I don't get done, I carry it over to the next day. So I never actually get the list done, mm -hmm. but that's okay because you should never, what I'm understanding is that if you keep busy, you got to, it's like, it keeps your brain engaged and you know, you, you're not going to stagnate. Right. You know? When you stop doing stuff, that's when your brain stagnates and you yeah. got to keep, you know, and your body. I think that having to, I started walking again so i feel better um excuse me uh i have my treadmill in my living room or not my living room in my garage and then rich and i walk the dogs usually two to three times a week where we get out when it's cold and i use the word loosely here in san diego because cold is not cold for everybody else <laughs> but it is cold to me um, I get a little wussy and I don't want to get out there and walk. So I get on my treadmill instead. So. Yeah, I do feel better. If I do some kind of exercise, typically those days go better than others as well. Well, it releases the endorphins, they say, and that does something. I don't know. I'm, 
I'm not a physician, so I'm not going to say otherwise, but I think exercise does help. And uh, like my husband says, pain likes movement. And that's true. I think I've said that before. It's true. You got to move it. If you don't move it, you lose yeah. it. So anyway. All right. Well, I think that's, did you have anything else to add to that? No, no. Yeah. You and I both, I think are a little ADD. I know I am. Are you what? ADD? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Probably a little bit. I'm a little ADD. I, I lose a little. I'll start cleaning my bathroom and then like something will pop in my head or I'll go downstairs to get a drink. And then I'm like, oh, I got to do that. So I get sidetracked. And I'm like, wait, I got to get back up to the bathroom and finish that <laughs> all the time. Yeah. All the time. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you all out there who are listening, who stopped mm -hmm. for whatever time it's been, 40 minutes, five, whatever. Uh, we're just grateful and thankful for your time. If you have comments, please feel free to email us or for, I don't know which platforms you can leave messages or comments, but please do, right? Yeah, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, Yeah. anywhere and everywhere. Yeah, please do. I mean, we always love to hear from you. If you've heard something that, uh, you know, you've got a different take on it, or if you've read something differently than we did, you know, let us know. We're always interested to hear. If you got saved, let us know. Yeah. You know, if you said the sinner's prayer, we love to hear that uh, we, we uh, not that we're taking claim for it, because that's not the case at all. Uh, we, we got nothing to do with it. Um, it's all, no, it's no, all about no. God. So We just want to celebrate. We just want to celebrate and hear that uh, that uh, you got saved. So, uh, yeah. So enjoy the rest of your whatever day it is, morning, noon, night. And uh, God bless everybody out there. And I will see you on Monday. I'll see you next week. Okay.